This stock market has made traders millionaires seemingly overnight because of the volatility of the moves that we've been experiencing in this market. It's been insane. Many of these traders, and I'm looking at you guys, you Robinhood traders, are trading with risky strategies that teeter between using the stock's current momentum or just straight up gambling in hopes that the stock will make it big and they'll get a Kodak-like movement where you're tripling up the next day and your options go insane. The latter doesn't happen too often. I'm sorry to say that. Notice how throughout that entire sort of intro, I mentioned all of these people were traders. Trading and investing are two very, very, very different strategies in the world of stocks and the market. And today, I'm going to teach you how, what it means to be a trader, what it means to be an investor, how you can find the thin line between the two, and how that helps you out for the long run. Snack on this, trading and investing, and the difference between the two. We're going to start with the trading side of the equation. Traders, by definition, attempt to take advantage of both rising and falling stock market prices. This group of people enter and exit their positions way more frequently than an investor would. Shorter time frames, quicker trades, seemingly more money at the end of the day, right? Traders, in essence, are trying to maximize their returns daily, monthly, quarterly, and yearly, whereas investors are simply trying to grow or accumulate their accounts and balances, right? So again, traders are looking to maximize the profit potential, whether it's on a daily basis, whether it's on a weekly, a monthly. You're looking at these shorter time frames when you're a trader and you're trying to just get the best gain for that particular time frame. A few people that I know are trading 1% a day. A few people that I know are trading a few thousand dollars a day where they're looking for those consistent profits. But at the end of the day, these traders are seeking short-term gains that are atypical of what an investor would look at when you're looking at the market stock prices and when you're looking at long-term potential and growth, right? I know I highlighted this a little earlier, but to contrast investing, investors are looking at 10 to 15% returns a year and are very, very happy with that because either their portfolio beats the broader indexes or their portfolio you know, is performing well, right? Well for the average of the broader indexes. Traders may seek to actually make 10, 15% a day or a week, like I mentioned before, month or quarterly, right? So these small returns compound over the course of the year to give you very exponential gains over the investors, but the strategies are completely different. 
the risk tolerance is completely different. So you're looking at a very, very different risk profile for the traders versus the investor. Conventionally, traders looked at a lot of technical analysis to really hone in on their moves and pick their trades based on the move, right? You would look at moving averages, you would look at a lot of indicators that are tailored to each individual trader, but at the end of the day, it allowed these traders to be profitable in whatever strategies they executed, okay? Now what you're looking at, and I'm looking at you again, Robin Hooders, is people are more prone to just catch a ride on the momentum of a stock. The entire stock market is going up, so why bet against it, right? That type of mentality, or they're straight up gambling for the next three, four, five X return, to where they can take that profit and then dump that in another stock. You see that very, very popularized with the way Tesla is moving or the way Amazon is moving, right? You see those $100, $200, $300 jumps where traders are just making insane amounts of money buying very short-term positions to capitalize and maximize their gains on those movements. Investors versus traders, right? There are four classifications of traders. There are position traders. So let's say you choose a stock like Apple or Microsoft. You're holding that position just for a few months, for a few weeks, for a few days, whatever. In the hopes that position increases in value to your goal profit, your goal profit percentage, whatever it may be. A lot of these positions are high in dollar amount and high in share amount in the number of shares that you're holding on that position in the hopes that you'll catch a 20-25% break and then you can head out of it, right? So this is very popular strategy to use around earnings time. So when companies report their earnings, stock prices tend to fluctuate very heavily because you have all of Wall Street and all of the world reacting to how that particular company did in terms of their financial performance. So when you can get these six to 10% moves overnight, this is when position traders come in. Position traders will try to get in on these movements, buy a large chunk of, let's say Apple, and then hope that Apple beats earnings in order to make a profit. Or on the flip side, if you're betting against the stock, traders will short the stock, which is essentially borrowing the shares to sell to somebody else and then repurchase them. So that price difference that they make is the profit that they gain from where they sold it to where they rebought the price. Swing traders are the second type of traders, second type of classification of traders. Swing traders are looking at almost interdaily movements. They hold stock positions typically on the daily timeframes, maybe for even 15, 20 minutes at a time. Swing traders look to capitalize on percentage moves. I mentioned a friend that was doing 1% a day. All he does is he swing trades one particular stock. He's not doing bad at it, but 
it's his strategy on how he wants to make profit out of the market, right? What he does is in the morning, he'll look at what the stock is doing, where the market is headed, base his position based on that. So either he'll buy the stock, look for 10, 20 cents jump on the price and then sell out, or he'll short the stock. So again, he'll borrow the stock to sell to somebody else and then rebuy it. So his differential is the profit that he makes and act accordingly. Now, how can you make money doing that? Because when you do that enough times and enough quantity, those gains start to add up. So while that 1% now might be $50 to $100, that 1% could later be $1,000 to $2,000. What you're making in 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes of market moving, especially when it opens right away, that's sort of the profit potential that you can get when you swing trade like that. Day traders do not hold positions typically overnight, okay? The only time where they would hold overnight is when you can think of a catalyst that you're trying to get the run up on or what have you, right? So think of all of these pharmaceutical companies that are producing vaccines for the coronavirus. Some of these companies, you know that they're producing the vaccine, so I might day trade the stock to where, okay, I'm looking to get into it at a certain price, but I'm expecting an announcement this week for the vaccine trials to go through or during that day, right? The only time I would hold overnight on those pharmaceutical companies was if I was attempting to catch that run up and then sell once the news came out. During the course of the day, let's say that the FDA is announcing something big, right? And all of these things, are very easily found on various economic calendars throughout the internet. If you Google economic calendar USA, you'll come on a plethora of websites that list exactly the news that will be announced. For example, when you talk about job indexes, when you talk about mortgage rates, when you talk about when the Fed is gonna speak, the Federal Reserve, all of these are already pre-planned and listed out, so nobody is really caught off by surprise except for when the news is released. Anyhow, day traders ride these sort of momentums or they'll look at their technical analysis and act accordingly. The difference between day traders and swing traders is swing traders are looking for a definitive movement within the stock, within the time frame that they're looking to make that movement in. Day traders are looking for a definitive movement but they're looking at a very restricted time frame right they're looking at a day um, they're looking at a week typically day traders don't hold overnight so that's where the difference lies between day trader and a swing trader but you can use both almost interchangeably if you're holding longer than a day um, I have a few friends that will call themselves day traders but really do swing trade and vice versa, right? So it really just depends on the technicality of the term. Technically, swing traders will hold for definitive time period. Day traders will only hold for the day and not overnight. Next, we have our final category. It's scalp traders. So scalp traders are literally just looking to be in and out of positions, seconds, minutes, or hours. You're not looking for long-term holds. It's like the friend I mentioned earlier, right, where he's looking for 1% a day, he swing trades because sometimes he might have those positions overnight, but 
he's mostly a scalp trader because he's in those positions no longer than minutes. Um, he's achieving his goals within minutes now, mind you, but he tries not to hold them for too long so he can just capitalize on those short movements he needs. 10, 20 cents, he's out. You see that in lot in 4X, right? So people who trade 4X are trading different currency pairs. For example, I might trade USD and the Euro. I'm looking for just a few cents. I'm buying in quantities where those few cents could be hundreds or thousands of dollars. There's people trading in quantities where those translate to millions of dollars. But you're just looking for a few cent movement and then you're out. That's it. Now, on to investors. Investors aim to gradually build their portfolios and their balances over time by holding a basket of stocks, bonds, or whatever they might hold. This group usually holds for years and decades with the simple goal of, I want to grow my investments. I want them to grow passively. I want to maybe collect dividends from them. That's it. So investors are looking at the long-term horizon, whereas traders are really looking at a short term. There are some traders that'll place trades for longer term, but those longer term don't usually go out further than a year and a half. Investors are looking at five, 10 year returns. Where is this company going to go? How is this company going to impact the world within the next decade? That's what investors are looking for. Warren Buffett is an investor, right? He's looking at things for the long term. If you were to compare somebody to Warren Buffett, you're looking at Elon Musk. Now, I'm not sure if Elon Musk trades or not, but Elon Musk would be a trader where he's looking at how can I impact society relatively quickly, right? Like I want to build a space shuttle. I want to build it within the next six months so I can get it launched, figure it out, have people on the moon by 2024, all right? Investors like Warren Buffett are looking at how can we get and colonize people on Mars within the next decade or 15 or 20 years. That's sort of the difference if you're looking at it from outside the stock market realm. 401ks and IRAs are great examples of investing and we've talked about those before. So when you're investing in a 401k and IRA, yes, you're looking at being an investor, but you can also trade in those accounts. You just have to be very careful because that is your retirement that you're trading with. But if you feel comfortable enough, it's a great way to add tax-free gain into your portfolio by both long-term investing and trading. That's where folks like me personally fall into, right? I have retirement accounts, but I also have day trading accounts where I'll trade on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. So I have an active trading account, I have more of a passive trading account, which is honestly the optimal idea to have, right? If you're comfortable taking on an increased amount of risk, then it doesn't make sense not to trade stocks and try to capture those movements if you can learn sort of the technical analysis, the fundamentals, and how those things come together to feed into the stock price on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Our aim is to get you there. We're not quite there yet. So keep watching our videos, stay subscribed to the channel, 
and keep investing.